All right, y'all. So, like most of y'all, uh, my bracket is uh, fucked. Um, but been watching a lot of college basketball this past weekend, and I've uh, I've been thinking, other than the obvious of there not being any stars in college basketball right now, you could also say that's because of marketing, which is something I kind of want to talk about today. Why is it that the NFL, I'm sorry, college football starts before the NFL and ends before the NFL. But college basketball starts after the NBA and still ends before the NBA season. I'm not understanding that. I'm not understanding why college basketball is only playing about 35 games on average a season, maybe low 30s, low to mid 30s. I'm not really understanding why that is, especially when the equivalent for them at the next level is 82. And there's always that like, oh, man, this long grind. Oh, the dog days. Like, I mean, we, we pretty much have established like the jig is up. Like guys didn't come here to play school. Some guys do leave with degrees and go on to do great things with them. Cool. But they didn't go there to play school, especially in college basketball and especially at the highest level. So why are we like, let's really actually get them prepared for the NBA and make some money off of them. I mean, look, that, I mean, that, that's already what's going on. So why don't we maximize on that? Oh, well, they're not going to class. They didn't come there to play school. I don't understand why college basketball doesn't have minimum 55 game seasons. I don't. I mean, okay, maybe logistically it wouldn't work out, but I don't understand because the, honestly, the marketing for college basketball is—it's got to be—it's probably worse than the WNBA. So let me get this straight: you're going to start your season in early November, so we've already had two, three weeks of NBA basketball, so we're we're able to see the best of the best, and we're kind of back in that new season mode. So like, yeah. Don't really care too much what's going on here unless y'all have like a superstar. Um, but even then, like that's a projected superstar versus the real superstars that we want to see them turn into. But you're going to have like your big classics at Madison Square Garden with all the blue buds on a Tuesday night in early November. When Steph Curry's playing the Celtics the same day, like, no. When Kevin Durant's playing Zion, like, no, why would... Why would I want to watch? Like, like I said, you have to have a superstar. But if we start a month earlier and you can still do the big ass classic or you can maybe build up to it for like a week or two instead of like the fucking second game of the season being like a final four type shit. But start off earlier in the year. They get all of the shine because you want to know what's better than preseason basketball? College basketball. <laughs> I will watch college basketball over preseason basketball. Any day of the week. Same with the uh, NFL football. I would like, and that's probably why college football does it. I mean, I just, I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense for your professional or for your college sport to be starting after your professional sport and still ending before. That that doesn't make any sense. Like in football, like they're playing. Like if you make it to the playoffs, you're playing on average and conference championship games these days. And they're already going to expand. But as of right now, they're playing 15 games, 14, 15 games max already. And the NFL regular season is now 17. 
But yeah, I would expect the guys that are the professionals to be able to play an additional two games. And then, like, you know, you play to win the game. So, I mean, it's the playoffs. So, you know, okay, I get it. That's not too bad. But you have the basketball going from 30 to 35 games to 82 regular season. I I, I think it's a win-win. More games means more money, more deals. You can have more big events like that, like those big Final Four type events at the beginning of the year with all the Blue Bloods. Hell, you can even make those mini tournaments. Like you see how much we love the early rounds of the NCAA tournament because there's just game, 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 game. You could legitimately do that like every two weeks. Like I'm, I'm dead ass. And I just, whatever, I, I, I don't know. But bring in more deals. Everybody gets more money. And I, I do have a, a deeper point. Uh, I do think that this could uh, <laughs> save college, uh, but that, that's not for today. We'll stick for the sports today. Um, another thing that I was thinking about, since we already have admitted the jig is up, there should be some type of prize pool, and maybe there already is, um, now that they can do NILs and everything, but there should be some type of prize pool, kind of like how they do uh, in the summer that the basketball league or the basketball tournament or whatever. Like, dude, let these guys, if you win the championship, million dollars, million dollars. <laughs> like, just, hey, fuck it, dude. Like, I, I think, I think I could be way off, but I think the NCAA, well, hell, I think March Madness alone generates enough revenue for them to be able to dole out $20 million in a prize pool and if you're worried about and i, I don't know i obviously i haven't looked it up but I, i'm sure they can afford 20 million i think i think um if not okay maybe i should look it up but i'm not i just i'm not going to right now you know this is you know this is what we need a producer for but we're not going to get into that right now matt um but let's just go with that 20 million right now 20 million first place gets a million second place gets 500k or something like that you know whatever the fuck work it out 15 to 20 million, whatever the numbers would look good. Now, that obviously doesn't work in the NBA. They're like, oh, well, we could raise the money for the All-Star game or we could raise the money for the dunk contest participants and everything like that. Like, yeah, these guys are making 15 to 20 million dollars. Like, they, they, like, a million dollars, like, that's not moving them. That's going to move the guy that may or may not from time to time have to still, like, eat in the campus dining hall. You know, that might do something. That, you know, I, I don't know. And even if it doesn't really do anything for him, it does something for us as the consumer watching it. Like, I don't really watch too much of that, like, summer shit. But every now and again, when I check whatever that uh, best summer basketball league is where they win a million dollars, like, oh, they go. And and, and it, you can see it, it. It feels like they going, like, in that championship game because they're like, yeah, nah, like, there's a million dollars on the line. Like, that's a million fucking dollars. And I think they split it. Um, so hell, I mean, maybe that's what needs to be done. Maybe you just need to split. I don't know. I don't know. I actually have thought about that a little bit, but I also thought about some new ways of fixing the NCAA tournament. Cause, uh, like I said, everybody's brackets fucked because we've all had our fair share of upsets. Um, I think that with this new longer season, uh, I think something that would, you know, maybe possibly give a little parity, uh, to the smaller schools, because uh, I know there's a lot of small schools out there that kill their conference, go like fucking 30 and or hell, better yet, I'll use Florida Atlantic. I'll use Florida Atlantic, for example. Now, Florida Atlantic, I believe at some point they were ranked and like they were probably like a top, top 40 team. So bad example, I guess. I just can't think of anything else. Off the top. Actually, no, Oral Roberts. 
Oral Roberts. I'll do that. Oral Roberts. I think they were like 30 and 5 or 20 and something. Like they were a solid team this year. If they don't win their conference tournament, they probably still don't get in. I think that's fucked up. But if there's a longer season, uh let's just say for right now, I'm just saying 55. I'm just saying 55. I think if you win 45, 45 plus, you should get an automatic bid. I, I think I think that you've done enough to prove that you're somewhat quality. I think we should do that. And I don't think that will affect. I don't know how many at-large bids, but I know there's not 64 conferences. So I, I'm pretty sure that they can maneuver doing something like that. I'm like, they kind of do it from time to time, but like like with the Gonzaga and the St. Mary's, but St. Mary's had to be really, really, really good for quite some time for them to get a little bit of recognition for both of those teams playing and, you know, a pretty shitty conference respectively. Uh, so that's something that I like to see done. Uh, the conference tournament, you can keep that auto bid, uh, but here's something that I do think. I think that they should reseed at the Sweet 16. I think we should reseed at the Sweet 16, and I also think that we should add four teams. So now we have 20. Now I need to look at how bracket works, so maybe I need to give the new overall one seed a buy, or maybe the one or two. I, I don't know. We'll figure, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know you can have 20 people compete for something, so figure that out. Figure that out in the bracket. But I think they should reseed it, add four teams. Uh, because I think like we all love early in the March Madness seeing the upsets and everything, but at the end of the day, we want to see the best. We want quality. Because um, I mean, we can't complain about like college basketball not being as good as the NBA, while also simultaneously rooting for the not as good or not as noticeable, marketable players advancing in the NCAA tournament, like. I think maybe Purdue should still be in. I think Arizona would probably be entertaining. I think it'd be nice to, I don't like them, but, you know, Kansas, they're a solid team. Duke, you know, Kentucky, you know. I, I think I think that if these, in, I mean, I think it's just good overall business-wise having you know, these big schools, you know, these blue bloods or whatever, um, having another opportunity to still compete for a championship. And you might say, oh, that's not fair. Oh, they lost. So don't worry. I think I might have something for that here. But I, I think we should, I think we should reseed. I think we should reseed and I think some teams should be allowed a second chance. And also, also, I think that uh, if the NIT champion is somebody that's hot, somebody that was burned and everybody thinks that they got snubbed from the NCAA tournament and they kill it in the NIT, I think all I think any and everybody should be open to this opportunity. And with that, we open up more doors and more avenues because we can have more postseason tournaments. Now, you know, again, I mean, not everybody wants to watch fucking respectfully UTSA versus Texas State this year in a game on I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shout out no network or nothing, but like you know what I'm saying? Like like two fourteen and twenty teams or whatever, like I don't think anybody's really beating down the door to see that. But I mean if you market at certain games and get rivalries or maybe a state of Texas thing or a state of Louisiana or so on and so on, like you know, there's more postseason events that you could have that would generate more revenue, give people more opportunities to see these teams. And if somebody falls in love with the team, you know what? I got a great example. Detroit Mercy. Uh, so they had the opportunity to do the CBI so that dude could get that, um, that, uh, record. Well, what if there was some type of state tournament or something or some regional tournament or something else? Like there's more postseason play. Maybe it's just two, three games. Maybe it's just a weekend, uh, just like a 
you know, four teams or whatever, playing for something, whatever. But let's say he gets those three. Let's say he, let's just say he goes berserk. He's averaging 40, 50 points just on some wild psycho shit. And they win that tournament. And America, like, obviously, all of our eyes would be glued to that just because he's scoring so much. And we're all like, oh my God, the all time scoring record because that's, you know, at the forefront of our minds. Like, think about it. What are the odds that this was even a possibility? And, you know, maybe even they get called in. And I'm somebody that's of the belief. I mean, who knows what happens at that point? Like, obviously, more than likely, they lose immediately by like 30 points. But fuck it. Who knows what happens? Like, I am someone that's of the belief that uh, Kimba Walker is literally, I think we can pinpoint the exact play, the exact moment that he transitioned from a personal trainer to an NBA player. We watched the exact moment in Madison Square Garden where that his, his life just turned. What if we missed on an Antoine, Antoine, Antoine Davis? What if, what if that's what catapulted him to just average 40, 50 points a game and they just win a championship? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, look, look, anything's possible. But the reason why I say that is we can add these four teams, these teams that were upset, a team that maybe now has another opportunity that we've seen somebody ball out. Like, again, and this even has a little bit of historical thing because, you know, uh, ben, LSU, Ben Simmons, they didn't make the NCAA tournament. He didn't give a fuck. But maybe if they were making money, like nowadays, especially with the Ben Simmons that we've seen, I think he would have, uh, hell, he might have even stayed in college. Uh, shout out Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Um, I think there should be a committee. A committee for the three teams so pretty much the same selection committee so they get to pick three teams so pretty much they get a second chance to be like yeah i know uh arizona lost they're a really good team yeah i know purdue lost they're a really good team yeah i know kansas lost <laughs> they're a really good team like yeah i know kentucky lost they're like you know they should have the opportunity to do something like that but i think that the fourth selection this is where we get crazy but then also you can't really do much depending on you know mail-ins but i think there should be an america's team i think america should be able to pick a team we all fall in love with the cinderella in the ncaa tournament and then they end up losing and it's like all right cool well whatever that was fun but every year it's just something about everybody getting together to root for one thing and even if they're playing against your team there's just something about seeing the unthinkable it's just something about seeing david slay goliath uh, so, you know, say for example, well, I guess I'll use this year, Farley Dickinson, the massive upset versus Purdue. I can't think, well, I guess Princeton too, um, but Princeton's still in it. So yeah, Farley Dickinson, uh, or better yet last year was Saint. well, they made it to the Sweet 16. So fuck it, Farley Dickinson. Say we're just all fell in love with them. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to see them play again. Or one of these other teams that is playing in one of these other tournaments or, you know what I mean? Oh, ooh, ooh. Now, okay, now we pod. Now we pod. Or G League Ignite. Oh, that'd be fire. That'd be fire if G League Ignite. Yeah, no, that'd be fire. Now you got to take out the professionals. It can only be the guys that are from 20 to 25. Like, niggas that was born in 90. Niggas that was born in 88. Y'all can't play these games, dog. No, no, we can't do that. But, uh, yeah, no, that'd be fire. That'd be fire. G League at night. Seeing School Henderson all of a sudden have the opportunity. Hey, 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 it's America's choice. It's America's choice. I'm just saying. That would be fire. 
Um, but now we get to the final four. I, I, I mean, I know we love the whole one and done, but I mean, let this is money. And also, I mean, like, let's let I'm not trying to hear like it's a little bit different. And, you know, yes, I didn't play basketball. So, like, you know, I can't I can't completely relate to the grind. But I just noticed that from college, you go from, like I said, on average, 35 games. And that's going all the way. Well, not going all the way. So maybe 38, 39, going all the way to the championship. Or and then transitioning from that to 82 games. And then football being on minimum 12 games and transferring over to now 17, maximum 20 or 21. It's just, just the, the discrepancy is just a bit much for me to think that we're asking too much of these guys to do. And especially if it's, you know, for money, more money, more marketing more free opportunities to up your draft stock. Hell, I think the NBA would even <laughs> like that a little bit more. But I think we should do a double elimination round robin in the final four. I was going to say series. I was going to say best of three and then best of five and then have like a tournament all-star game because maybe we just fall in love with certain certain players. So throughout like those dead days when they were transitioning or like, well, not transitioning, but those dead days when there were like no games because obviously we're not going to make them play back to backs. Like, we're not going to go crazy. Well, maybe during the regular season because, you know, we're preparing these guys for the next level and making money. God did. And now, this, and now, honestly, I, since remote school is still a thing, like, yeah, like this, I don't, I don't want to hear none of the reasons why this can't be done. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Uh, so yeah, double elimination, round robin. And I mean, they already, I, I'm pretty sure they do a double elimination in the uh, college uh, baseball World Series. So, I mean, college, college, you know, I just I, I, I think I think that we can make college basketball great again by doing some of these things. What do you think? Actually, I don't really give a fuck what you think about that. Should we intervene if Russia and China went to war? I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that next time.